football juice with your hosts, Nick and Jesse. Howdy ho, Juice Nation. Ho! What's the haps? What's happening? Juice Nation. Yeah. What's the words? If you're listening to us, listening to us, listen. Wow. All right, we're gonna need to reset. If if you're listening to us right now, tweet. I apologize. (laughs) Yeah. If you're on Twitch, how you doing? How you doing? My uh, brain hasn't been working very well since getting off work today, so I'm gonna just use that as an excuse for my uh, words this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Nick, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, what's up, Michael? What are you drinking, Michael? Yeah, what are you drinking, Michael? Is Michael? it a do you Do you restock the fresk? Sprite. Uh, are you what? watching the NBA? Is that why you'd be drinking a Sprite? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I'm still watching, watching the NBA. Your, are you still watching your T Wolves? Yeah, they're um, they were winning, and now I believe they're losing. So, hey man, it happens. Same yeah. old, same old. <laughs> yeah, and me, I uh, so I'm still doing the no drinking thing. So I haven't drank since last week, and I've loved it. It's really been great. But I am gonna do some wine. I'm gonna do the wine on the podcast and try a different wine each week. This one is uh, uh, California Crafted Batch Number One Ninety Eight. It's bourbon barrel, aged three months. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. 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 Our small batch Cabernet Sauvignon is bourbon barrel aged three months, then blended for perfection. You know yeah. how I like a California batch. Yeah. Hey, this is 14.8% by alcohol by volume. Dang. What happens when you fuse legendary California winemaking with the time-honored traditions of Southern craft distillers? Do tell. Batch number 198. To craft this indulgent wine, premium North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon with Kentucky bourbon barrel aged three months, then blended with Merlot and Petite Sarah for balance. Merlot and Petite Sarah? What's that? Merlot and Petite Sarah? Yeah, Petite Sarah. Petite? Uh, <laughs> layers of blackberry flavors are accented by vanilla and caramel nuances imparted by the barrels. Savor with porterhouse steaks or juicy bison burgers. Fuck, I should have had a porterhouse with this fucking podcast. You should have had a bison burger. Those things are delicious. Gonna open it out. And they're lean. Bison burger? Have you had a bison burger? Oh, yeah. They had, um, in a smaller town by where I grew up, uh, because they were all small towns, they had part of their tradition or something and they would always have bison burgers and i tried one once and it was freaking delicious it sounds good it's funny now that i'm thinking back on this whole thing there was a bison days hobo days uh where we ate hobos there was (laughs) there was (laughs) in stacyville there was uh brat days where they just was Hobo Day, uh, did it land up on Clean Up the Park Day? <laughs> yeah. Er, it's Earth Day, usually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Bratwurst Days. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch. Hey, of what things. are you drinking? 
Me? You, Jesse, you! I'm drinking a Blue Moon Mango Wheat. Oh, sounds disgusting. It's crafted with ripe mango, not rotten. Oh, that's good. You know what I, I can't it... wait for? It's... Just a second. He's trying to smell it. Puts it up to his lips. Mike says it's good shit. It's not bad. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like mango and stuff, but this isn't that bad. Um, what did you think of the Chris Kattan uh, skit from the 90s then? Uh, mango? That was amazing. <laughs> that's the kind of mango I can get behind. Yeah. There was, I think um, that's the kind of mango everybody could get behind. <laughs> there was a... Uh, that's the kind of mango that gets behind you. you know yeah, I think that's the kind of mango that goes down the throat easy. <laughs> there was uh i, I saw something a little something today about um uh, bush light apple and it made me really want a bush light apple like real bad <laughs> like like for like if that stuff comes uh, if that goes on sale again at some point next this next summer i'm gonna buy like three 30 packs of that stuff I just like that every time you say it, you're like, you know, I'm going to get that boosh light apple. It's like you put a little bit every time you add an extra ass boosh light. And you do it quick enough where it's like, it's almost unnoticeable. But anybody who's like bush is bush. You elongate a little bit, bush. <laughs> it's part of my vernacular. It's like part of my native language. I think, so. it, yeah, it's, like, it's gotten to the point where you've said bush so much. It's, it's so natural. Like yeah. I've got... I've got Zesty and it's spelled Z-E-S-T-E-A. And uh, and I like to just go like, I'm gonna grab a Zesty. And it's got I've gotten in the habit of like, oh Zesty. <laughs> and it's just uh but yeah, but it, yours yours is way better. Like uh uh Pure Leaf. Yeah, right? pure leaf unbelievable. It's pure leaf unbelievable. How first of all, how genius. Second yeah. of all, like that isn't easy to say when you first start saying it. No. That was like, we came up with that riff shit when we were podcasting at the hospital in that first take that we had to redo again, and it just was not the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, uh, just, we've had to redo like entire episodes, I think twice, and yeah, that, the think, second one is always garbage. Yeah, I think we should just like if we fuck up the first one, just scrap the whole thing going forward. <laughs> no episode this week. Yep, we fucked up. No episode. All right, Mike said, uh, "Let him know if you find it, and he'll he'll get some ample bush too." Hell yeah! Like that stuff was good stuff. Mike, did you have some? You had one, didn't you? Because I had a bunch. Uh, well, I had a thirty pack, and I started giving it to people like, "Try this, try this, try this," and then, I like halfway through, I realized that this is the only thirty pack I was gonna get, and I was like, "Shit." Uh, um, yeah. Mike says he, I don't think I gave him one. Well, I only had it for about two weeks and then it was gone. Two weeks. Two weeks. Because I just, I drank it a lot. And like I said, I was giving it away to people. So. Man, I know we, man, you just mentioned the two weeks thing. And I just wanted to talk about a total recall again. But it was just going to be the same conversation we had a few weeks back. And it's just the fact that like, and that makeup was still awesome. Like when you you can't really tell if it's dummy when it's the lady before the face comes off, and then the Schwarzenegger dummy was done really well. Shit, son. Well, 
What do you? What did you just say? Wait a second. What did you just say? The Schwarzenegger dummy. Yeah, about about the lady. The lady before her face, before the face, does it or whatever. The makeup's really good. Like you kind of can't tell that the face is gonna split, and then it does it. Well, it was a real lady before the shot, right? I mean, we're no, but like, but you see the you see the head, you see the like mannequin. right before it splits. You mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. right before where you can like you can tell that it's a prosthetic, but it's really well done prosthetic. Right. Man, what a I good thought movie. you meant like <laughs> I was hoping we weren't diving into like a you know uh, your 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 absolutely insane kind of uh, language here, where it was like you know how that whole lady that whole time was prosthetic, and then all of a sudden her face split open it was like yeah, but that was a real lady, right? <laughs> <laughs> Most of the uh, time, you know. <laughs> no, I was talking about the uh, the mannequins, but I'm telling you, man, my brain no working good tonight. Well, mine <laughs> obviously doesn't either. I've also been like <laughs> clumsy and no balance and shit, and I, and I I think I exhausted myself in my design meetings, and then I like went on a run, and then that's it. Like I walked the dogs earlier, and I kept falling off the sidewalk and kept like going this way and this way i haven't been drinking so it's just like it just didn't make any sense I'm really lucky it fall on my ass <laughs> all right well <clears throat> i can pretty much stop paying attention to this basketball game uh, it's probably it could be over by now actually but like the, the timberwolves were like neck and neck with them in a head for most of this game it was like back and forth but they were they usually came out on top and now, of course, with five minutes left in the game, they decided to go down by seven. And I mean, they're just, nice. just going to, you know, now they're just going to lose. Probably. No, man, it's all about momentum. They can get yeah. Back. yeah, but uh, Timberwolves. Uh, although, when they have Carl Anthony Towns, they're pretty good. And then he got injured for one, two, three, four, five games-ish, and they lost every single game. Um... Mike, you said there's your problem. Is that were you referring to me not drinking and then going on a walk? Or is that why I'm clumsy? Is it just because my body's gotten so used to drinking? Probably. It, yeah, your body's wondering why it's not stumbling by this point of the, the evening. Well, I have <laughs> noticed that while I was reading that bottle of wine, my speech was clearer than normally when I'm like when I'm normally reading about the alcohol because I I have usually pre-gamed before our podcasts. But not tonight, Jesse. No, no, not tonight. What you're, you're seeing me drink is the first booze all day. I'm probably wow. going to get drunk tonight. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. <clears throat> I brought out three beers. So, you know, I'm going to party. Fucking big drinker, man. Yeah, I don't like... I don't really drink anymore. I mean, I do, right, but... Yeah. It's been a lot... Like, since this COVID stuff, it's been a lot less, that's for sure. Oh, man, see, it's been a lot more because of the COVID thing. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, anyway. see, I just, I don't know, because I'm just with the kids constantly. I think that's the I think that's the deal. Oh, that's a good point. I don't have to worry about that. The dogs don't look at me differently when I start drinking. Yeah, I mean, if I, well, the kids don't look at me differently either, well, because I, I'm never yeah. drinking around them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know how you could do that. Like, I, I feel like I would just drink around the kids, uh, but also I'm not like a... Well, I mean, during the summer when I do some grilling and stuff, you know, I'll have a beer and yeah, whatever. And they 
and they come down after podcast nights and be like, "Did you drink all these beers?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure did. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Did you watch some football this weekend, man? I did get to watch a little bit of football. I was at a hotel for some of it, swimming around and whatnot, and being in a hot tub. When it occurred to me, because other people showed up, but we like kept our distance from other people, like in the pool. But then I'm like, uh, this is like a spit. Yeah. This is like a spit disease, right? And um, I'm swimming in yeah. spit. Yeah. And it's going into my mouth, yeah. and I'm spitting it out. And yeah. everybody else in this entire thing is doing the same thing. And have been doing the same thing for probably months, I'm going to say. Like, I don't think they empty and fill a large pool often at all. So you got to then wonder if the chlorine kills... No way chlorine kills the COVID. No, like, or is it the shock? Because, you know, like, you put shock in a pool. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the deal is with pools. And, like, I'm, I don't think I got sick. I don't have any symptoms. But, I, but I, it, it occurred to me as I was swimming on the second day. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait a second. This is kind of fucked up. So... I like kind of wanted to mention something to you, but also like I'm getting to this point of COVID where like we've been in it so long where I'm getting kind of exhausted and fatigued by it, where I'm still like following all the precautions, but I'm like been thinking more lately of fuck it, I want to go to a bar and I know I'm not gonna, but I'm starting to get those feelings and urges more, which is like I'm daydreaming about like what it's like to go out and do stuff and not be so goddamn paranoid about it. So I get it. But like, yeah, uh, yeah like well, I've also have a hard time swimming ever since you and I went swimming and that lady was just hacking loogies into the fucking pool. Oh. Yeah, that wasn't happening, but that was fucking gross. Yes, it was. See, the hot uh, tub, I feel like would get hot enough. It'd be fine with the it, like, you're going to cook those COVID germs away, I would think. Maybe. I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm just think, like, maybe we should all just flood just let the flood come in and then chlorinate all the water and then we'll just live in a water society where covid just can't can't live water world baby yeah take that covid <laughs> hey emily hey so i don't i i want to i don't want to ignore jake zero five zero three two seven so i'm guessing that's jake Eru. yeah that's got to be jake Eru, right he came in and said hey boys which is usually how he addresses us which weird since we're like 15 years older than he is and then Sounds he said right. did you all watch the Steelers game we almost came back for 35 to 7 we actually like brought you up in the text thread uh not we specifically but like Mike or Scott said in the text thread I bet Jake Rio is losing his shit right now because the Steelers were down 28 nothing because they suck but then like <laughs> the Browns almost pissed it away I started I, I didn't watch that first half of the game and I guess we're just jumping right in there I didn't watch the first half of the game because I was watching American Gods with uh, with my brother and then Brittany and Emily and then Reed and Alicia remotely. So I, like I was watching that and then you guys were texting me and when you guys were texting me and I looked at the score I was like fuck I'd rather be watching football because like that <laughs> I, I, like I would have loved to have seen the Steelers get that like I just was like this is what you get for all the trash talk bullshit you guys have been doing 
But then all and and like, but then then the Steelers started to come back, and then I started like rooting for the Steelers for a little bit because I was like, all right, I'm watching now. I want there to be a game, and then like. And then, and then they just pissed it away. They like kept getting close, and they would piss it away. Kept getting close. Piss yeah, it, away. I, it was a good game overall. But um, you know, big ups to the Browns for finally like sticking it to uh, the Steelers. That the like Ben Roethlisberger's. Oh, what's that? The head coachless Browns. Yeah, right. That's true. Although they said they were talking about how they like practice and Stefanski knew everything that was going on and what was going to happen. But, you know, obviously he's not there during the game, so it is a yeah. little bit different. But um, I mean, it also helps that the week before this, they played each other and the Browns beat them. So it's like it makes sense that they would that they that they'd be prepared for them the a week. Later. Yeah, but I mean, they were playing that without Big Ben and stuff because they had Mason Rudolph or whatever. But um played better except big ben uh on sunday still had what four touchdowns 500 passing yards yeah but i mean he was the reason they were down so much in the first place really i mean do you just what do you have like four picks and four touchdowns or something yeah he's the only quarterback uh in the playoffs (laughs) to throw four picks four touchdowns and he also like uh has the record now for most like passing yards or something in in a in a playoff game, uh, only him and Tom Brady have had uh, that many uh, passing yards and like something weird. Like they both lost. I don't quite remember, but like uh, <laughs> is Jake Rio saying uh, because Roethlisberger's the goat or Brady? Because Brady's the goat. Brady's it, yeah. the goat. Well, I mean, it makes not. sense that Jake would think that uh, old Big Ben is is a it's good. Um, first of all, because he's too young to remember the allegations. <laughs> and oh, I think all Steelers fans are aware of the allegations. I don't think so. I think that young uh, fans probably don't even remember that was a uh, uh, thing. And then, like, their parents are going to tell them about it. <laughs> And then the NFL swept it under the rug, so it's not a big thing. Think like just like, just just like the other pro professional uh, football player or no basketball player that will not be named. It's um, also like Ray Lewis. I'm just saying, Ray Lewis <laughs> went. Ray Lewis helped cover up a murder, and then win won a Super Bowl. So I mean, like fuck Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis is a piece of garbage too. Yeah. They don't, all, but they don't all they don't get away with it. Uh, Big Ben was good as a quarterback in his prime, yes. Who? Ben. Big Ben. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kobe. <laughs> exactly. Brown Fungus. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. He plays with us at GTA, dog. Oh, okay. God, the last time he joined, I was probably already. Big Ups like, Brown. Over. Are you, uh, you drinking anything, Brown Fungus? Yeah, uh, what video game are you playing? They they have a system where whatever video game they're playing, they switch drinks. I believe it is um, whiskey for the hunting game. Uh, beer for... No, rum for Sea of Thieves. Uh, I suggested um, um, tequila for Red Dead. 
I've got some uh, Steelers news real quick since we're talking about that Steelers game. And it's just a couple that have uh, – so right now uh, there's a lot of questions whether uh, Marquise Pouncey is going to be back uh, because I think he's like 31 or whatever, and people are wondering if he's going to be back. And Big Ben only has a year left on his contract. And if they keep him, it's a $42 million cap hit for Ben Who? to – Big Ben. If they keep him? If they don't cut Big Ben, it's going to cost them $42 million. What the hell? Because he signed a he signed a new contract a year or two ago and to extend him. And then yeah, but like, usually if it's you cut him, it costs you that much. Not if you keep him. Yeah, they he's due for and like so they they can cut him and save some of that money, or they can pay him the for like, and then like Marquise Pounds is also expected to get a bunch of money. Um, well. Yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster is a free agent after this season. They don't even need Juju Smith-Schuster. No, not with Deontay Johnson if he could catch a ball and chase Claypool. The problem with and, – and Juju brings a lot of like uh... – <laughs> Juju brings a lot oh. of drama. Yeah, is that why Jake Rio saying fuck Juju? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Um, you remember I'll, a year or two ago when Juju was like, I'm not a dirty player, though he, like, danced over someone that he knocked out? Yeah. No, he's definitely a dirty player. And he's he's a punk. Like, and he, uh, ah, ah, man, I just, I do, I don't like the guy. It, he was he was the Madden cover guy, like, two, no, last year. Yeah. I think, I, I think Chase Claypool is going to be their, their star there. I just don't think they were using him as much as they should. They they used him like a motherfucker in the first half of the season, and then Mike Tomlin was like, we don't want to burn the rookie out, so we're going to stop using him as much. Yeah, because that's what that's what the Vikings did. They totally burned out Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Jeff, Justin Jefferson started out hot and then started to suck real bad. Well, they did the opposite. Well, they did – actually, they said they were doing the same thing with Justin Jefferson. They didn't, they didn't fully unleash Jefferson until like week four or something. Yeah, but then they, but then they, then they friggin' used him. I think that's what kind of makes uh, what he did this season even more impressive is that they they weren't they were using him more sparingly like the first four weeks. Um, Claypool, I think. I don't know. I think it's because uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. The thing is, they they took the like training wheels off of Big Ben. Like usually they're a running team. And this year yeah. they just started throwing the shit out of it. It's because That's they not... couldn't run the ball for shit. Yeah. Like, and they, and they, they... has gotten worse each year that Le'Veon Bell isn't there. See, Jake Rio, that's where you and I disagree. I think standing over someone after he got, after knocking him out cold is unsportsmanlike and unprofessional and immature. Oh, oh but, but at the same Unless time. Unless you're in a boxing ring and you're Muhammad Ali. At, at, yeah. at the same time, though, Vontez Perfect is kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, that's also a good point. <laughs> because he is a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't care if he knocked A.B. out. Uh, A.B. deserves to get knocked out. Like, Antonio Brown is a is a giant piece of shit. And I hate that he's gotten so many goddamn chances, second chances in this league. Yeah, well, if you got talent, you'll get second chances. I know, I know. 
You're gonna find out, like in a book, twenty years from now, that Tom Brady had like fourteen prostitute murders covered up, and then and, and like nobody's gonna be surprised. I can't stay mad at that face. <laughs> <laughs> at that point, that's when he's like, "Well, I better retire now." <laughs> yeah. Right age of like fifty six. Yeah, the, the the book comes out ten years from now, and he's like, "Well, guess it's time for me to hang her up." <laughs> While he still looks the same, like he's getting older, but he's just look, he's he's like looking younger, older. Like it's it's weird. Dude's a good looking cat, and I'm starting to think that uh, that living with myself show was right, and that he just clones himself every year. Yeah, that's probably what's going on. <laughs> Want to talk about other football, or should we talk about keep talking about news? Uh, I don't care. Um... It's kind of all related at this point, sort of. I mean, uh, let's see. What, Tua was named the starter for next year and Miami players are not convinced that he's any good. Yeah, so there's a there's one of my one of my notes is that there's the I'm pretty sure you saw this thing too, but there's a rumor right now that the Texans and Dolphins are exploring a trade for Deshaun Watson for Tua and then some. So like yeah. the Dolphins then Tua and others and, and or other picks to the Texans for Deshaun Watson, which I think would be huge for the Dolphins. I do not know what it would do for the Texans because I, if, I like Dolphins players do question to his abilities. If that was, if this was still Bill O'Brien's team, that would be a thing. That would have just been like, oh yeah, yeah. that would have, it would have happened by now. Both teams would have been on the playoffs. Bill O'Brien would have sh- pulled the trigger on that deal. It would have been done. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't Even know. If, I don't think Deshaun Watson is long to be with the Texans, but I just don't know if they're going to uh, trade for Tua. Trade for Tua? Hashtag? Trade, trade for Tua? Tua. Uh, by the way, your, Jake, your gym teacher seems to be a uh, smart person. And he's talking about, so to, for He thinks they're going to waste justin jefferson's career his gym teacher is a vikings fan uh yeah. they very well well may ruin like just waste jefferson's career just like they wasted ap's career just like they wasted adam thielen's career david cook's career possibly uh, harrison smith's career uh <laughs> <laughs> i mean i could go on and on and on Xavier i mean Rose. Fran, fran tarkenton i mean i could go way back you know <laughs> You know, isn't Xavier Rose is with the Colts now, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for him. He's still got a shot. No, well, they lost. Xavier Rhodes is actually like they lost. Never mind. One of oh yeah, <laughs> is having a uh, um really good season. Like he's one of the highest rated cornerbacks yeah. in the league. Also, Jake, uh, let's not forget the great Barry Sanders. Yeah. No they one don't. wastes Hall of Fame uh, players like the Lions do. Oh, Matt Stafford? I really feel I feel bad for Matt Stafford. Like, I do think Stafford's in the like if he he's in the top ten of quarterbacks uh, in the league, maybe five, fifteen, top fifteen quarterbacks. Sure. But like, I would love to see him with a team that was good, like a team that protected him, a team that had a run game, a team that had wide receivers, because he gives it his all. Like, he just man, I. I I like Matt Stafford. He kind of he's a little broy for me, but I like him. Um, like that is one thing I wanted to talk about, right? Um, 
was quarterbacks that galore. I think there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks that are available this offseason, and I think there's going to be a lot of shakeup. I feel like now more than ever, we're starting to see just like a large injection of young quarterbacks. I feel like we've had the same kind of quarterbacks for a while, and now all of a sudden we're getting like three or four of them every new one, like every year. Yeah. Like next year we're gonna get what? Possibly Trey Lance. I don't know, but like Justin Fields, Herbert, uh, Herbert Lawrence. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, and um, possibly another one that just like takes over the starting position. And now you got guys like Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan. Um, you know, uh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, ben, they're just going to be done and out. Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, he's apparently... Yeah, possibly Ben Roethlisberger. If the Steelers cut him, I, doubt, I, I don't know if another team signs him. Obviously, like, another team signed Phillip Rivers, and I'd put Phillip Rivers and Big Ben on the same, like, playing well, level. Well, Phillip Rivers might just retire. I would put... I would have Phillip Rivers over... Big, big Ben at any, like, for the Vikings. Let's just say Kirk Cousins goes down. I would I would love to have Phillip Rivers uh, as my quarterback. Yeah. I don't know how I'd feel about him starting for my team. Oh, man. That Taylor Heineke quarterback, it's been, like, so he was pretty fun to play. And then I saw, and then, like, and he played pretty well. And then since then, I have seen... I've seen a. Um, I'm gonna get to the to the the post that really turned the dislike me from him last. But I saw a thing today that said, "Is Taylor Heineke the best quarterback in the East?" Even oh, over, I saw that. Even over Dak and all that shit, and I just would be like, "Fuck no, that is not I fucking true." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. One fucking game as starter, and then but then I saw I saw an article the other day where it's just like he apparently has a history of pro Trump posts. And like anti-Black Lives Matter posts, so it's just like, oh, so you're also a piece of shit, which <laughs> makes sense why the Washington Football Team has you on their team. Like, so it was like I was kind of high on Tyler Taylor Haneke, and then I saw the post that he's done, and I was just like, oh, fuck you, you entitled white piece of shit. Uh, he's a yeah, he was a Viking too, but we cut his ass. Good. Um, uh, but speaking of which, um, oh, by the way, uh. See, uh, brown fungus. Uh, what did you say? Oh, yeah. Is he, his cousin's staying in Minnesota. Yes. Because it would cost too much money to cut him, and they don't have any money to get anybody else. If they draft another quarterback, which could be, but probably not, in, especially not in the first round, then, like round, then they'll still keep cousins so that the quarterback can learn from him, which makes sense to me. You know, By dude, the way, I still, I still think your theory of possibly <clears> – <throat> Cousins getting traded to the Niners, it has water. Like it, it I, I mean, it, it has been said. I mean, it has been said around the league. Um, by the way, who's that behind you? God, Jesus Christ. <sighs> Thanks for that warning. Hey, before we get to this pedophilic motherfucker, I want to just point out that Jake Rio said um, he thinks Taylor Haneke may be third best quarterback in the East. I'm also just assuming that's what he meant. And then he ranks, ranks them one as Dak, my boy. Two is Danny Dimes and three is Haneke. I would still put Carson Wentz up there. I mean, like, it's not – you guys – like, Carson Wentz had a bad season this year, 
But, like, I would not be surprised if he's with a new team next year, he bounces back. Because I think he's a pretty good quarterback, but, like, maybe he just doesn't have the right coaching staff. I don't know. Well, his coach did get fired over the this uh, last week. Let's yep. just put that over there. It seems like it was mutual, though. From what I've seen on, like, tweets with, uh, with the GM and the owner, it sounds like uh, Doug Peterson didn't was tired of taking orders on who he could hire and couldn't hire. And then uh, – so then, so like they thought it was mutually beneficial for him to leave the team. So that's what they're saying because the owners also not wouldn't be surprised if Doug Peterson gets a job by the end of this week. All right, oh, we've got so we've got Jake saying Heineke is better than Jalen Hurts. I think right now it's too early to tell. Heineke's had one good day, game. Jalen Hurts had a good game, ha, has had two good games, and then a mediocre game, and then a bad game which happens when you see a quarterback uh, like for more than one game. Tyler Haneke, there isn't enough film on Tyler Haneke. What, I don't, Taylor, I don't Tyler. think Tyler Haneke's uh, Taylor. Taylor, Tyler, who the fuck? Taylor Haneke. I don't think he's the answer for anybody. I don't think he is either. Uh, Wentz is terrible, bro. I, I disagree. I do not. I don't think. Like, I want to believe Wentz is terrible as a Cowboys fan, but I've also seen Wentz have really good seasons if he can stay healthy. Well, they like, were talking MVP. What was it yeah. two years ago, last year, something like that? Yeah. Uh, and then Brown Fungus said, fuck Danny Dimes. And LOL, I'm a Giants fan. Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. I do not think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. I I, I like rooting for, for Daniel Jones. And I remember distinctly, uh, I was in Nashville for the draft when Daniel Jones got drafted. <laughs> And I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I laughed yeah. so hard. And then we went back to the hotel and like we started watching the news and the only thing anybody could talk about was how people, how they drafted Daniel Jones so high. Well, like kind of why I, why I don't believe Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. The Giants were the exact same team with Daniel Jones as they were with Colt McCoy. Like they didn't bring anything different with Daniel Jones than, than they had with Colt McCoy. Their defense just got better. Like the Giants were better towards the end of the season because their defense kept getting better. Daniel Jones didn't get better. Like if, Dan, if Daniel Jones was healthy, he's still a. I guess he's a twenty a top twenty five quarterback. Sure, but like I'd take Fitzpatrick over Daniel Jones. I'd take Phil Rivers right now over Daniel Jones. I'd take Kirk Cousins over Daniel Jones. Well, Daniel, Daniel Jones says, his, uh, Brown Fungus says Daniel Jones' face uh, looks like a lost Eli, but Eli looks like a lost Eli. Yeah. I, like <laughs> That's Daniel doubling Jones, down. I've noticed that Daniel Jones does look like Eli, Eli Manning, but he also looks like a dumb Tony Romo. Like, he's got some Tony Romo face, too. Well, he looks he looks like he'd be dumb. Like, he, he has a dumb look about him. His name's Daniel Jones. Of course he's dumb. <laughs> he probably knows eight different types of corn. All his all his creativity went into his name. <laughs> <laughs> he probably like spent eight hours be like Danny Dime. I take Danny Dimes over Andy Dalton. That's what Jake Rio said. Oh, uh, that was the instigation. <laughs> I mean, like that's actually it's it's not not necessary. I wouldn't. Um, I mean, I take it depends the age of Andy uh, Andy Dalton. I still think Andy Dalton's. Uh, Andy Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton, and Daniel Jones, I think, are kind of on the same level. 
All right, let's backup category. Let's McManus this thing quick. Yeah. Oh, I forgot this creepy bitch is back here. It's the Brendan McManus man of the hour oh, with me, Brendan McManus. You want to hear mine? Yeah. Why not? Uh, this would have fit in a little bit better when I originally wanted to uh, uh, play this, but it's Taylor Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean, history shows that I said Taylor Heineke just now. Um, I had someone else in there before, but I can't remember who that is. Uh, anyway, I was just happy for him for actually getting playing time and doing a good job. Um, as a former Viking, I didn't know any about, about any of this other garbage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a little dis. It's a it's a little bit disheartening. Yeah, I mean you can't blame someone posting saying that like uh, <clears throat> you know that he's the best in the NFC East. That's nothing against him. I mean that's just shows how stupid that that tweet. Yeah, was. like that 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 didn't like make me upset towards Taylor Heineke. Like <laughs> it was just like I just read it. And I'm like, well, that's just outrageous because that's just the same thing where anybody who sees like Jalen Hurts. Those first game or two, people were like, Jalen Hurts is going to be the fucking next quarterback of the future. He's going to be Pat Brown. He's going to be you great. Mean, you mean 2021 season MVP uh, Jalen Hurts? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, so like people are just like that because he has one or two good games. But it's just like, Jesse, we talk about this all the time. Every quarterback who starts off hot is always going to come back down to earth because those defenses get to see tape on them. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is not the case. Uh, he hasn't come back to earth yet. Uh, uh, I mean, but the the thing about the the good quarterbacks, right? The the quarterbacks that are Hall of Famers, they are good when they start, right? Or maybe they're yeah. not. They get better, but they get figured out at some point. But then they they elevate their game or change their game and keep it evolving so that like, you know, they don't get figured out. Patrick Mahomes has put like level upon level upon level his game like it's nuts yeah yeah honestly as much as you don't want to hear it so is aaron Rodgers. like i hate aaron Rodgers, but uh i still i he's fucking yeah how you could can, how, you, how you could be a bigger douche every year it's amazing yeah well and then like i saw today where he he went he's like yeah I'm going to be hosting an episode of Jer Jeopardy. And I'm like, I just want to be like, I like yelled, fuck you on my laptop. It was like, why is this fucking idiot doing Jeopardy? <laughs> God damn it. Like, shouldn't he be too busy abusing his dog by throwing a fucking ball too far that he can't get it? He does hate dogs. He does that's... hate dogs. He's a bad friend. Yep. Uh... He's a needy, he's a needy insurance owner. I'm telling you, I... I hold fast to my theory that somebody who writes for State Farm, writes commercials for State Farm, does not like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> like it's it's underneath the surface, but like, like his lines make him look like an asshole. I I would love it if it like turns out that Aaron Rodgers writes his own lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jake Rose asking if we know who Josh Dobbs I, is. Yeah, I know who Josh Dobbs is. I don't who are, I don't know if he's where he is now, but he used to be the backup in uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, I think he was well, drafted by Pittsburgh. 
just before we, oh wait yeah uh your brain you already did your brain yeah i guess i'll stick with it because i don't want to think of a different one i was gonna do jonathan taylor and then they lost because like and it was mainly going to just be the fact that the Colts are in a really good running back situation because Jonathan Taylor is good. Marlon Mack is going to be coming back next season and is really good, which they've got, they've got trade bait with Marlon Mack because with Naeem Hines also, they could just write Jonathan Taylor and Naeem Hines and then trade Marlon Mack. And you'd be able to get a, a decent pick, I think, for Marlon Mack. Mm. Because Maybe. He, I like He's... Marlon Mack. It's funny because Marlon Mack seems like he's been in the league for a long time. But this he's two years. He's twenty four. No, he was no, he was drafted by the Colts in the fourth round of the twenty seventeen NFL drafts. Wow, okay. And he's All only right. and he's he must have been twenty one when he was drafted because he's only twenty four. He's been and he's in since twenty seventeen. I don't know. I was rooting for the Colts. I wanted the Colts to win, but also like Yeah. It didn't. It didn't matter to me too much. I didn't really have any stake in these games this week. I just kind of wanted good football. Yeah, and I think we got good football. I mean, I wanted. I picked Buffalo to win, cause, and I like Buffalo. But I was actually, I was rooting for both teams. Honestly, I I tend to uh, go for the underdog if it's a close game, right? And I feel yeah. like Indianapolis was the underdog in there, so I was rooting for them. Um, I was rooting for the Bears. Because I I do I just yeah. do not like the Saints. I was rooting for the Bears too. I mean I um hey by the way, speaking of that game, uh it was the Nickelodeon game. Um, <laughs> it made history because it because Cordero Patterson was on a hot mic, saying fuck, on Nickelodeon, the children's channel Nickelodeon. The word fuck was uttered. Um, it was fantastic. I rewound it and watched it at least five times. Um, I thought maybe it was going to be a good opportunity for me to watch football with my kids. They yeah, watched they it for fun. They watched it for five minutes. Didn't like it. I was wondering how long they'd stick it out for. Well, they didn't have the googly eyes and stuff. Like they had them very sparingly. Um, and, they should have uh, done it any time they did a close up on any player, like. At all, yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Like when they at the very end of the game, the kids were watching a little bit, right? And they were they were showing like some of the googly eyes, and some of them were like actually like following where the guys were looking and stuff. And they were like big <laughs> SpongeBob eyes, like yeah. looking this way and that way, and like it was hilarious. My son got a kick out of that. I uh, you and at halftime they showed a uh, a sneak preview. Sorry. Of a, a new SpongeBob show, so they came back for that. <laughs> I had to watch some of the SpongeBob. Like I watched three minutes of SpongeBob before that game started, and I do not remember cartoons being that fucking annoying. I I like SpongeBob. It's because it's so weird. <clears throat> it was just like loud and just loud and just. Oh God! It was just so much. It was just like, uh, did you eat your acid, child? And like, no, I haven't eaten my acid. Too bad. And like, it was just, it was just so much, Jesse. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Mike, you're getting old. Mike said I'm getting old. You're getting old, Mike. You old son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, I'm the oldest one here, and I love cartoons. So you so, guys are, you guys. Shooing kids off your lawns. Yeah. 
I I was like, so I was working on the snowblower watching that, that, that game. And I was also excited to watch it on Nickelodeon because I was like, whatever. And it just kept cracking me up that Nate Burleson and like the other guys kept referencing 90s Nickelodeon shows where it's just like, oh yeah, I know that. They Keenan and Kel. And then they like, they'd make other references. It was like, that's great. And then you've got the, the, the child commentator making references, crickets. And then they're just yeah. like, oh, I bet you, I bet you didn't know this silly child, pat, pat, pat. And it's just like, I well, can't. She wasn't, and she actually wasn't annoying. I didn't find her annoying at all, which when I first saw that there was going to be a child um, commentator, like in between the two, I'm like, oh, oh God, buckle (laughs) in. This is going to be horrible. But like, no, she was fine. She did a Cardi B impression that I thought was embarrassing for everybody involved. Uh, (laughs) Just because I, I don't really know what Cardi B sounds like when she talks. So it could have been good for all I know, but it embarrassed me. Uh, (laughs) Um, there was a, uh, the guy said, uh, I think Nate Burleson said, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of what happens when they go down under, you know, he, and he goes like Rocco's modern life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I go, yes. yes. There were so many of those. And it was just like, just like SpongeBob does this, this well, player does this. And I was just like, oh my God, guys. Are they like, is Nickelodeon paying you to market these shows too? Yes. Well, maybe, but they, I heard, I heard Brendan Stimpy. I heard uh, Rugrats. I heard like, uh, and I was oh, there just was like, a cat dog? Oh. there was a cat dog. Reference. Oh, I didn't hear the cat dog one, but that's Nate Burleson was just like, they need this player. Like this one, like, you know how cat needs dog and cat dog. And it's <laughs> like, oh my God. I like, I was getting burnt out. By oh, the Nickelodeon it, references. Oh, for, okay, you missed the worst parts. And I just it's, watched the first quarter on Nickelodeon. Because you left, and they had to explain, um, like, the penalties, what the penalties meant. And, and Nate Bertelson had to keep coming up with things to say so that kids would understand what that means. And they're like... Uh, Holding is when uh, your brother runs around the room and you're trying to uh, and you're trying to make sure he doesn't steal your cereal. You know, you know, like stuff like stuff like that. Not that wasn't an example at all, but like it was stuff like that. And it was for every single call. And I'm like, oh, my God, stop it with these things. The one thing I was really curious about and then I want like I, I want to ask you about is how did they dis- how did they explain the taunting and the guy that got ejected for taunting? Um, I. I who was it? Number um, Anthony. Oh, Miller. Anthony Miller got ejected for um, trying they, to like, beat up Brooke, Chauncey. Like, you know, when you're Gardner, making fun Johnson of your brother, like how did they how did they explain the taunting? I I think they just said like yeah, there's a sport and people get worked up and sometimes they do. I don't remember exactly. Um, oh, it's kind of like when your brother's trying to steal your cereal. You see. <laughs> I want to know. I I texted you guys this. Oh my god! And obviously, like I don't have these. I don't have the names up right now, so I'm just gonna like talk i want to know what that cornerback for the saints what he keeps saying to these guys because he has now been decked by three wide receivers okay team and two from the bears one of them was like uh uh, i can't remember what the other team was it was the bears again yeah the same team it was whims i believe yeah it was whims the first week week something with whims like they threw he threw his mouthpiece or something uh, but this guy must just be a piece of shit. This Gardner Johnson, uh, I think he's a safety, um, uh, and I know that because of Madden. Uh, 
and he sucked on Madden, so I had to cut him. But like, <laughs> uh, but anyway, like, yeah, he just must be like a fucking piece of shit, like trash talker. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, like uh, Michael Thomas threw a punch at him. Uh, Wims threw a yeah. punch at him. Anthony Miller threw a punch at him. All in the same season. I have never heard of a cornerback or a safety, whatever, getting swiped at three times in one season by different players. Josh Norman used to get into it with a bunch of people. Like, wasn't didn't him and Odell Beckham Jr. have this thing where he kept like ripping his chain off or something? Yeah, yeah, they kept getting into kerfuffles. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, another thing about that Nickelodeon game was. Any time there was a penalty, uh, not every time, but like every once in a while, uh, they would be like, I wonder what young Sheldon, uh, let's have young Sheldon uh, explain that. Because he was on, apparently young Sheldon's on like Nick at Night or, or Nickelodeon Late it, or yeah. something. Um, and then he would pop up over the time, the time left, and he'd be like, uh, holding is, is, is when a player does this. And he's like, you know, kind of like, you know, whatever, some witty young Sheldon thing. You know, like I saw, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, oh, my God. And that was towards the end, and I was just like, all right, this can be this can be a thing they do once a year. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I, uh, I, was, I had a much better time watching it on CBS. Emily came to the front to watch it just so she could see how fucking, like, weird it was going to be. Because it was marketing towards kids. It was like, hey, kids, look at, oh, no. The thing that, like, sorry, this is just kind of setting the whole thing up. The thing I think that upset Emily the most and kind of made me feel the grossest was having the kid talking about before the game, look at these athletes. Can you believe that they were kids just like us? It was like <laughs> this. And, and then it was just like, these people are real-life superheroes. They can do extravagant things. And they were kids just like us. And I was just like, this is fucking gross, man. <laughs> well, the Maybe thing is, like, get CTE with us. Well, here's the thing. Like kids see that <laughs> kids see athletes in the pedestal they get on. They're, they're on top of anyway. Like they yeah. don't need people to point that out. They already see that constantly. Yeah. Like, Hey, look Here's at these, kid look kid. at these players that, that my parents like fawn over, you know, like my dad, like just has to watch every weekend because he, you know, like them so much. And, Look at how they can run and jump, and my dad can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was like, I no, just you're it was gross, man. You're right. Like, no, you're definitely. And right. it's not, and it's not just the CTE thing. It's just the fact that like thousands of kids are promised NFL careers and are promised great things and dedicate their lives to the to the NCAA, and then they're just fucked later, and and they have no career after college because well, of it. Well, I mean, they're trying to change that with the NCAA, at least. If you're, like, you can get paid for endorsements and things like that. And you yeah, You see the likeness and all that stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, by the time those kids get up to age, it'll probably be a lot better. But yeah. this stuff's been going on for years, and it's not just the NFL. It's like, you remember back in the day, um, all the Be Like Mike uh, yeah. propaganda yeah. that was shoved down our throats? You know, They like, had a movie, Like Mike, where... Yeah. Little Bow Wow gets Michael Jordan's shoes and becomes like Mike. Well, well think about this. Oh, uh, who's the only superstar that you know that has played basketball with Bugs fucking Bunny? Michael Jordan. Yeah. And it's, like, you, you know, they like, make 
made that movie because of a fucking commercial. Yeah. Like it was a commercial to sell shoes to sell Air Jordans or whatever. And then yeah. they had Looney Tunes and it was so successful that, that same director was paid to make Space Jam. Yeah, and then they're making another one so that they can uh you know get a whole new a whole new um uh generation of kids like to think that they can <laughs> Apparently by two thousand nine that movie had made one billion dollars. Which is insane. And then also, if you think about it, you know how, like, I'm sure we've talked about it. Michael Jordan is garbage in that movie. If you think about the fact that he had to act in front of a green screen with nothing around him, he's a great actor. Honestly, though, to have to have no acting, like, skill. Yeah. And to have to work with, yeah, like, green screen, absolutely. every every Everything around you is green screen. Everything. Yeah. I mean, you you, you do you do notice who's not talking back to you. <laughs> you do notice, like he's he's like, what are you what are you <laughs> what are you doing up there, Mike? And he's like, oh, uh, what do you think I'm doing, bugs? You know, and it's just like <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> but but, but you think think of a director t- telling a sports athlete to go, all right, now he just said, "What's up, doc?" To you, you need to respond. <laughs> This way, go. Yeah. <laughs> At least, so if they do make that second one with LeBron James, which they've like released photos of him in costume, I will, I, like, LeBron James is a slightly better actor than Michael Jordan. So maybe it'll be, maybe his acting will be a little bit better, but I do not expect a different movie. In all, in all fairness, I did hear that his part in that one movie um, with Bill Hader was pretty good. I've never yeah, seen I've, that. I haven't seen it either. Oh, Amy Schum- Schumer. Schumer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So while you're opening that, I'm going to go over some other uh, news, if that works. Go for it. All right. Chuck Pagano retired after 19 seasons. He did. Uh, retired uh, from being the Bears defensive coach. He sure did. Uh, Seahawks fired offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer. They did. Um, Raiders hired Gus Bradley as their defensive coordinator. And then tweeted out a picture of, um, uh, uh who was it? It was, uh, oh, oh. Ken Wisenhunt. Yes. Yes. They tweeted Aaron, out a picture. Raiders Welcome Gar- Gus Bradley. And it was a picture of Ken Wisenhunt. Yes. And they even put the hat, they put the yeah. Raiders hat on Ken Wisenhunt. I don't understand it. I don't like that was, that, that, that was, that was insane. They may look similar, but it's not the right. (laughs) The Cowboys hired Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator. This got me fucking excited. I believe I even texted you guys that it made my nipples hard. Uh, Dan Quinn was the failed Falcons head coach, but was also a fantastic Seahawks defensive coordinator before becoming the Dan before becoming the Falcons head coach. I'm really excited. Um, I think this is great news for the Cowboys. it's a good get. Yeah, listen, you, you talk about how the um, the the NFL like just copies and pastes yeah. coaches, right? But what I love, one of the things I love is is when one of those coaches fails and then goes to your team as a coordinator because there's a reason why they got there 
in the first place. That is and not what I thought you were going to say. What? I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> because, like, I love, this is a legit, like, I get a warm, fuzzy feeling whenever a head coach fails and then falls back to the defense, to the, to the coaching position that they were fucking great at. Like, That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were, because you said goes to your team. Like, I thought as the Cowboys, like, goes to the Cowboys. No, no, no. Goes to, like, the Vikings for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it's, no, it's, because it's because they're great. great. Yeah. Because they're, they're great at doing that. That's what got them the head coaching job. But, yeah. like, they, they failed. That sucks for them, sure. But they're going to kill it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's why, like, when Mike Zimmer first took over uh, the Vikings, we had, like head former head coaches in like every single position like including like offensive line coach we had um uh joe um i oh god i forget his name every fucking time he was the former dolphins head coach joe uh it's a (laughs) it's an italian name joe philbin no joe um (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry to laugh (laughs) Uh, I, uh, are you still thinking? I don't, I don't know if I, should I keep talking? Go for it. Ron Funkus is asking for picks or the nips aren't hard. I, uh, uh <laughs> nips currently aren't hard. Um, <laughs> well, we had Mike Singletary as a, as a, uh, a coach for a while. I like Mike Singletary, former head coach of the Niners. <coughs> Not Excuse Joe me. Philbin. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we have um, Gary Kubiak right now as our offensive coordinator. Uh, Tony Soprano. No, Tony Sperano. Sperano? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony like Sperano is our offensive line coach. And he was a shitty head coach, but a great defensive coordinator. Yeah, and he was our offensive goddamn line coach for a whoever, while. Whoever's the Saints defensive coordinator, something Allen, I'm forgetting his first name. Steve. He was he was the Raiders head coach, failed spectacularly, got hired by the Saints, back to being a great defensive coordinator. Like I love it. I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is gonna be a huge win for the Cowboys. Like Dan Quinn as the as the defense coordinator, I think is gonna be great. Keeping on with news. Who are you talking about? The New Orleans Saints offensive coordinator? Their defensive coordinator. Do you, Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen. Thank you. Okay. Keeping on with news, Jesse. I'm on a roll. Mike Colt, linebacker, Colt linebacker Anthony Costanzo is retiring after 10 years. Congrats on a, on a great career, Anthony. Yes. Oh, hold on. I'm with you. Tinks. Tinks. And my last little bit of information, because I thought this was interesting, Aaron Jones is set to be a free agent. I have a little thing that we can talk about, if you want, about free agencies. Do it, bro. Another thing that I wanted to talk about uh, is um, Denver hired Vikings assistant GM George Patton for their new general manager, which pisses me off to no end. Why? Because... George no George Patton is the is the reason why we had like we have the roster signed that we have. He's he's our like cap guru, right? And like it might not sound like a lot because we're in a cap problem, 
But we've been in a cap problem for years now, and we've been able to sign every major piece that we need to sign and then still pull in talent like Yannick Ngakwe and stuff because this guy is a freaking numbers genius. Um, um, so we're screwed. <laughs> um, kind of along the same lines is the uh, the like the the VP of like player personnel or whatever for the Steelers, Omar Khan. Like, I think he's someone who keeps getting overlooked for GM positions. Apparently, a lot of people wanted him for the Texans GM, but then they then the Texans went with the Patriots. And like, I would love it for I would love for Jerry Jones to get his head out of his ass and offer Omar Khan. It a uh, GM role because he's done really good things with the Steelers and he's been with the Steelers for years and he's, yeah, I don't know. So like oh. along the same lines, I, 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 yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. It just, it sucks because like he's really the only assistant GM name that I've ever heard. And it's probably because it's the Vikings, but when I've heard about like the things that he's done with the cap and the things that he's done with our roster, it makes me want him to be our GM instead of fucking Rick Spielman. And I'm wondering how Rick Spielman's going to be without him. Because they've been together the whole time. Might be garbage, might be better. Maybe he's better. I don't know. But uh, Houston, speaking of Houston, finally agreed to interview Eric sleeping with Biennemi. Um But uh. just like Deshaun wanted. But also they some don't think that he'll even get a head coaching job this this go around because he's got a chance to go pretty far in the playoffs the enemy yeah so i i don't remember if it was the someone interviewed the enemy and i think it might have been the eagles but apparently the interview didn't go very well hmm. I, jeff, that's what jeff was telling me today we were talking about the eagles and shit hmm. honestly it's really surprised me that the enemy hasn't gotten a head coach position yet yeah. Oh, also fun fact: three of the other head. So I guess uh, of the of the head coaches left in uh, uh, for the Super Bowl, I guess like most of them have ties to Andy Reid. Like they yeah. all coached for Andy Reid at some point. I think yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they talk a lot about like the coaching trees, right? Like people who have been under Belichick, people who have been under um, oh god, I'm I'm horrible with names tonight. What's his dick? who was the the Cowboys coach there for a while. Bill Parcells? Yeah, the Parcells tree, right? Like the, um, yeah, stuff like that. Like, they, they talk a lot about, um, uh, who is the tree that, like, um, McVeigh is under? Because McVeigh, uh, McVeigh and the head coach for the uh, 49ers are, are under the same, like, coaching tree. Yeah, it's McVeigh and Shanahan. They were under... Oh, Shanahan. Yeah. Under... Yeah. Under Shanahan's dad. No. Were they? Like, who was the... Uh, God damn it. Who was it? I think I think it's McVeigh because it's Shan- Shanahan, McVeigh, and then yeah. LeFleur. LeFleur. Cram it up. Cram it up. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, okay, well, let's do this quick then. Um, but it's fascinating to see that kind of, like, lineage. You know, like, I... First of all, I don't think they ever paid attention to that kind of shit back in the day, and they're starting to pay attention to that more now. Um, yeah. 
and it's as I get older and I've been watching the uh, NFL for a while, it's it's kind of fun to to see how like all those dominoes kind of fit. Like you should oh. see, <laughs> you should see like at, at one point uh, they showed um, uh, the coaches that were under Bill Parcells at one point. It was like uh, Bill Belichick, um, someone else that's been insanely successful, um, uh, Kirk Ferentz, you know, for Iowa's football. Like, they were all coaching in the same spot at one point. Um, I remember when Dennis Green had uh, – Dennis Green for the Vikings had coaches. Like, he had um, a large number of really successful coaches under him. One of them was, like, Brian Billick, who's won a Super Bowl, like, just – uh, like you, you, they show that I love it when they show the team photos, you know, like, and then they show like, Oh, here's this person. Here's that person. Here's this person. It's all these coaches that are now like head coaches, other places. Yeah. They like do a family tree of it. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. So, okay. Question for you. What do you think makes a better coach? Someone who like successfully wins each season, like uh, Bill Belichick or someone who wins maybe not to the level of Belichick, but also grows that, like, coaching tree, like we were talking about, like Andy Reid. Because Andy Reid has, like, Andy Reid's for Doug Peterson, and yes, Peterson just got fired by the Eagles, but also Peterson won a Super Bowl. And then, like, he's created, uh, oh, God, I've got to look up these other these other coaches. But I know she, um Apparently McVeigh has. Some, I, hold on, let me look this up. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I know uh, what you're saying, but like, uh, eventually it just comes down to um, wins, right? It comes down to wins. It comes down to Super Bowls. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here we go. So Sean McDermott, John Harbaugh are, are both part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. There's more than that. Right? Um. Matt Nagy is part of the coaching uh, uh, Andy Reid coaching tree. Doug Peterson, Ron Rivera, Todd Bowles, Pat Shermer, Leslie Frazier, Steve Pagnola, Brad Childress. They're all part of the Andy Reid coaching tree. And I mean, like Sean McDermott has been successful so far. John Harbaugh is successful. Ah, Matt Nagy, I don't think it's been successful. I I'll argue. I argue that being like making it to be a head coach in itself is a success. Yeah. Cause there's only 32 positions of those available in the world. Right. Who would you rather? Okay. So who would you rather have as your head coach for the Vikings, Andy Reed or Bill Belichick? <laughs> if you're, if you're watching us on, if you're watching us Twitch or listening to us, same question applies. Brown Fungus, who would you rather have? Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? Mike, for the Packers, Bill Belichick or Andy Reid? Jake, for the Steelers, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? For the Cowboys, Andy Reid or Bill Belichick? I'd vote, I'd vote Bill Belichick. I think he's harder on players and keeps them all in line. And obviously, like he's won this many seasons for a reason, though Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, and we're seeing that with Tampa. I do think Bill Belichick is still the great one of the greatest coaches of all time if not the greatest coach of all time well i mean i think that lightning really struck when they put those two together yeah right? but, Andy but at the same work two different teams 
spectacular. Like, he took the Eagles to the Super Bowl, but couldn't win with the Super Bowl. I mean, sorry, couldn't win with the Eagles. He well, took the Chiefs to the Super Bowl, won with the Chiefs. But that's because a, he had fucking Patrick Mahomes. Well, exactly. Also- that's exactly. Here's the thing. Like, they've always talked about how Randy, Randy, Andy Reid can't, uh, hasn't won the big one, hasn't won the big one, hasn't won the big one. And everyone was so happy for him because he finally won the big one. Bill Belichick's been winning Super Bowls for fucking a decade. You yeah. know, like, uh, it, I I mean, I would I would have to go Bill Belichick. I agree. I mean, like, I will I will say that both of them, um, both of them, I think, did the right thing with quarterback. Tom Brady wasn't, like, drafted and then played right away. He waited for an injury. Patrick Mahomes sat on a bench for a season before he did anything. Uh, and then, but for some reason, other teams won't do that with quarterbacks. Uh, I honestly well, think a rookie quarterback needs to sit on a bench for a season. Like, Tua, I think, is going to be, would be much better next season than he would be this season if it's he a, sat on a bench all season. It's a new thing. I mean, it's a, I, fa- I think it's a fairly new thing. When Aaron Rodgers was drafted, he didn't play right away, even though he was a highly toted, um, uh, quarterback, right? Yep. Um, but they started the same... Andrew Luck right away, and I he was great right away. But I don't think they should have started him right away. No, I I I think that um, I think it should be a thing where you sit him. But the expectations have changed so much for for quarterbacks that like if you draft him high, you want him to like. Well, actually, the expectations for first round draft picks in general. Or just like then they're going to start, they yeah. just start them, and yep. it shouldn't it, it it shouldn't really be that way for quarterbacks. Some of them can handle it, but some of them yeah. can't. And you're not really going to know that. You need to. They need to like. I bet you like the success rate for some of these quarterbacks who have just flamed out because they got thrown in the fire, would be, a, the, the success rate would be a lot higher if they would have just like sat and and learned the game for a year. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I 100% agree with that because, like, but but also not every team is set up like the Chiefs. The Chiefs were in a really good position because they had Alex Smith. Alex Smith is statistically one of the best quarterbacks playing right now because, but uh, he's he, he like he's a play it safe quarterback. But maybe that's what Mahomes needed is to see how to play it safe, but then uncork it. Like I am jealous of of the Chiefs because they have Mahomes and they have all their weapons. And, but you've got to expect them to come down to earth at some point. Where, but, but then, like, but then I guess it's talking about that coach, the coach situation. Belichick took a, a, a no-name Tom Brady, and then when it was Vinny Testaverde, right? He got injured, and then no, 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 no. It was, um, that was Drew, Bled- that, Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. That's right, Drew Bledsoe, because it was Bledsoe mm-hmm. with both the the Patriots and I think and the Cowboys, because I think Roma replaced Bledsoe <laughs> with the Cowboys. Uh, poor poor Bledsoe. Uh, but, like, I just think, like, nurturing, growing that quarterback. And, I, I, I like, everybody last year, I think everybody last year was talking about Gardner Minshew the way we've been talking about Justin Herbert. And I'm not just meaning we, we as in you and me. I'm really afraid Justin Herbert next season is going to do the same thing uh, Minshew did this season. And I really think it's all because – I think people need teams need to start taking the Mahomes approach to quarterbacks, where it's just like sit them for a year, no matter what their potential. Let them see the game, let them see how a quarterback runs it, and then and then and then start them. 
Well, I'm worried about Herbert in another way, too, because they just fired their head coach, and, like, he's another system's going to be coming in, and yeah, um, who knows what he's going to be faced. Like, that's not an easy thing to do, right? So oh. he's basically a rookie all over again, you know? Well, you've got to assume that this offseason is going to be better than last offseason because last offseason with COVID, they weren't able to do shit. This offseason, they at least have some uh, precautions in place. There is a vaccine that that people are getting. Fucking NFL players are going to get this vaccine before oh, you yeah. and I are going to get this vaccine. Oh, they probably already have it. We just don't know yeah. about it yet. Yeah. Like, they're just like, we don't need to upset people, but we got to get our entertainment industry their vaccines first. So like, the, it's I think I, I don't know if that matters too much because Herbert's still young enough and impressionable that any coach is going to be able to still get him to do what he wants. And I would like to think that ownership is going to be aware of Herbert's talents, and they're going to get a coach that can that can develop those talents. You I do kind of hope Herbert is the next great quarterback for the NFL. That'd be kind of fun for the Chargers. I, like that'd be great. I think that the I think that. Uh, Herbert's always going to have a small space on my shit list. I, I feel like he's tainted for me. Why? Just just because he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year instead of Jefferson. <laughs> but what I, did think, he I think I'm what always going to be a little bit salty about it. But what if Jefferson gets it? Oh, well then. I, I don't know. I think maybe the, da- the damage might have already been done. I honestly think that there's still... I think there's like a 35% chance Jefferson gets it and I, a 65% chance Herbert gets it. I looked at the I looked at the odds today for um, MVP and it was Aaron Rodgers is going to get it. Uh, yeah. in second place but by a country mile is um uh I think Patrick Mahomes. Makes sense. And third place by an additional country mile is Josh Allen. With Derrick Henry nowhere to be found. Which that, sucks. That seems fucked up. It is fucked I, up. I, I hate that, like, quarterbacks, yes, are the most most valuable player on that team, except for the Titans. And right there should be their <laughs> exception. Like, if you have a running back who's better than your quarterback and you made it to the playoffs, sure, you're not going to – you're not going any further in the playoffs, but you made it to the playoffs and you broke the 2,000 rushing yard mark – that's your MVP. Don't this make is, him offensive player of the year. He'll be offensive player of the year if he's not MVP, but make is, him your MVP. This is the exact scenario. It's almost almost the exact scenario that happened when um, Peterson won MVP. Um, he Peterson was the best player on that team, better than uh, Christian Ponder, right? <laughs> uh, he was he uh, broke two thousand yards. He, um, uh, uh, God, what was the other thing? Like he made, he made him into, he got him into the playoffs, lost in the first round. Um, I think the only difference is that maybe there wasn't a quarterback that year that was, uh, statistically as good as Rodgers. I mean, maybe we'll be surprised and maybe Derrick Henry will win MVP and Aaron Rodgers will get offensive player of the year and Justin Jefferson will get rookie of the year and then you'll like Justin Herbert. Maybe. I like Justin Herbert, but I also like Justin I don't, Jefferson. I don't really. I don't dislike Justin Herbert. Let's just put it that way. I, I, I but I but I am going to be salty when it happens. <laughs> can I can I add 
that I like Justin Jefferson, except for that stupid dance. I hate that fucking dance. But I also Dude. kind of hate celebrating. Bro. What? If you just the gritty, man, you better you just get out. <laughs> I hate it. You can't I hate handle the, the gritty, dance. bro. Why people? Why can't people just like? As much as I hate Dez, uh, no, I don't hate Dez. Uh, as much as I got annoyed by Dez, just throwing up the X, something like that is fine. Why do you have to dance for five seconds? To, like, uh, win, run into the end zone and walk to your bench. I like the people who don't celebrate except for like high fives and shit. And like that was my only issue with Jefferson was people were like he's doing the dance again, he's doing the dance, and I was just like, who gives a shit? I I, I was actually um, a little bit upset the first time he did it because the first time I ever saw him do it was on his first touchdown, and he started doing it probably three yards before he got to the end, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> here here here's a diva, we got a diva on our hands, right? Like, oh. but but it was. The fun thing I thought about it was, and what brought it back to earth a little bit for me, was then when, like, Thielen would catch a touchdown and he'd start doing the white guy version of it, you know? Yeah. Like, and 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 the, the funniest thing I thought about it was someone put a YouTube video out there of, like, Thielen's progression in the gritty dance from the first time he did it, like, all through the... Like, he was progressively getting a little bit better at it every oh, time he scored God. a touchdown. And then at the very last game... Uh, Kirk Cousins tried to do it, and it was like the whitest oh, thing I've ever. The whitest thing I remember I've ever seeing. Seen. I remember <laughs> seeing Cousins do it. It was embarrassing. But like, I thought it was funny it, because, like, the the other thing too is not only um, the, not only is it kind of fun that like the whole team's getting involved. Other teams do it against them, right? Which is kind of fun. And I've I saw it in in playoff games that I saw that dance in playoff games that aren't weren't even involved like the vikings like nobody vikings like just people were ripping out the the gritty so i was like this this motherfucker started a revolution in the nfl Ugh. i like i i also for the record i hate the whole anytime a defense does anything anything anymore they run to the end zone for a fucking I, snapback. Congratulations, I don't like that. you did your job defense you don't need to fucking pose for a photo, you goddamn divas. I'll 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 agree that there's a there's a there's a celebration for absolutely everything. Yes. In the NFL now, like first downs. I remember when first downs started to be a thing, and I was like, "What are you celebrating a first down for? Like you Did just you got a first down." This was the extent of our of our first down celebrating when we came up. Just a, a fucking like first I, down. I remember on celebrations. I remember when there wasn't one. You just got <laughs> first down. Good for you. That's a thing that happens a lot. Well, now it's like, oh, they get a turnover. Let's spend 20 seconds them running to the other end of the field and taking a photo. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Like that that annoys me. Well, they made it worse because they because there, there's no fans now, right? So they put that stupid TV in the end zone. That the, the defense all runs to and poses in front of. Yep. It's dumb. It's like, well, that's... Why would you do that? Anyway. <laughs> We've gone off now we are now, now we are proving our age. <laughs> <coughs> Back on my day, they didn't celebrate first down. Jesse, this is all that's left from that bottle of wine. 
This is what I've had. Hey, nice. I didn't even notice you opened the others. Yeah. Are they all the same? No. Two of them are the two of them are these. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh German Pilsner is what he showed us. Yep, from last year from Millstream Brewing Company in Amana, Iowa. <gasps> what do you want to do? You want to do oh you want to do picks? Sure. I don't think we have say what picks of the week, right? No. Okay. I think we did it last week, but I don't think we should do it this week. Yeah. Fuck it. There's only four games. Did you say board games? Four games. Oh. Four games. I don't think I have plans this weekend and I can watch all of them, which is excellent. Hmm. I had to go to the in-laws last week for the first uh, set of games on Saturday. Yeah, um, like I said, I was at that hotel, but like the TV was on the whole time. Yeah. So I was kind of like jumping in and checking scores and jumping out and stuff. I, I the one I wanted to watch the most was the first one, which was the Indianapolis Bills game that we talked about. That was really one of those games. That, yeah, I mean, like, I really could have been fine with either team winning. And then, by the like, when the Bills won, I was upset because I wanted the Colts went to win. But I'm pretty sure if the Colts would have won, I would have been upset because I wanted the Bills to win. It was one of those kind of games. Yeah, I agree. Um, there, were, it felt like there were some bad teams in the in the playoffs. I Washington. felt like I felt like Pittsburgh is bad. But they won so many games at the beginning of the year. It's like they were going to be in no matter what. Like, yeah. they they won 11 games and then, like, decided that they sucked at football. And then it didn't matter because they were just going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Chicago was – the game was disappointing. It kind of came out the way I thought it would. Um, but it was disappointing. It wasn't a better game. It was – I don't know. I thought it was kind of close, uh, but maybe that was just like the first half. Yeah. Um, Washington, even though Taylor Heineke kind of put on a show. I will I will say, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I, I will feel like that Bears game, I think, would have been completely different if Wims had, cut, had caught that touchdown pass. Yes. Oh, my God. That was such a good play, too. It was a beautiful oh, play. It, it, it was a classic Lee flicker, like run, turn around, throw it to him, wide open, deep, yep, right in the basket. It was Boom. right there, man. It, like it could not have been any better, and he dropped it. And that touchdown, honestly, I think I felt like made a statement for the whole game or the lack of touchdown. If they had yeah. scored that touchdown, they would have been in it. I think the whole game. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I think they're. I think Chicago's defense is playing pretty good there for a while. I mean, and I don't think New Orleans is a very good team, with or without Drew Brees. I mean, I just think that they're. I think their quarterback, their quarterbacking is, kind of weak at this point. I agree. I don't know. I'm curious to see how they what they're going to be like next year. Because they're winning right now because why are they winning right now? Their defense is good, but I don't think their defense is top two or I don't think it's their, like their run game is good, but I think that there are teams with better run games. So why yeah. are they winning so many games? I don't, this is man. an honest question that I do not know because I feel like the Saints 
or a a a slightly above average team. Like that's it. Like a mediocre to average team. They can't. They have the potential to just kill it. I mean, but they won games with fucking Taysom Hill as their quarterback. Like, yeah. Sean Payton put Taysom Hill in for a play or two uh, in the in the game. Uh, last week's game, and he got roasted for it on the internet. So is, is Sean Payton coach of the year then? Like, no. They're still winning all these games. With, he's not. With, he's not. He's, he's not coach of the year in a universe where, up. where, uh, where Kevin Stefanski exists, right? Yeah. Honestly, I'd still put. Uh, like, I think I've got Kevin Stefanski in, in the running for coach of the year for me, or Matt Lafleur, but also. With Matt Flora, you've also or Sean McDermott, or Sean McDermott, yeah. The floor, yeah, but I mean, like, you got Aaron Rodgers, right? I feel like McDermott um, going out getting digs for Allen and just having the year that the Buffalo's having is uh, could. I think. Oh man, I think McDermott might have it. Probably. Like, I was thinking Stefanski a lot, right? Like, he was on my radar a lot for Coach of the Year, but but I also think he might not get it because Buffalo still flies under the radar. To me. I, I think it's going to be between one of those two. We'll find out when we do our juicies. Why not Bruce Arians? Oh, I guess. But he's got Tom Brady. And, and Gronk all the, and all Godwin the, and, and Evans. Evans. And, like, their defense has so many fucking weapons. O.J. Howard. Fuck the Bucks, man. Fuck the Bucks. I don't want him to get it just because of Antonio Brown being on that team. Yeah, I liked, I liked that team until Antonio Brown decided to rear his ugly fucking face. I wanted to root for that team. And then, and like, Bruce Arians was like, Antonio Brown is not a good fit for the Bucks. And then Tom Brady pulled his penis out, put it on Bruce Arians' desk, and then it was like, you know that guy who also who abuses women and throws bicycles at cops? I want him on our team. And Bruce Arians is like, I don't know. And then Brady slaps him in the face with his big old cock. I was going like, to say. We want him on this team. And then they be, signed Antonio Brown. To be fair, he did have five Super Bowl rings on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Are we saying that Tom Brady has such a small pencil dick that he can put five rings on his dick? Hey, maybe he has big fingers. You ever think maybe. about that? You ever think about that? <laughs> They're custom fit, you know? Oh. <laughs> or maybe he gets an extra set because he's Tom Brady. Maybe he gets, maybe he gets Super Bowl cock rings. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> if, if someone told me that. Tom Brady had Super Bowl cock rings. I'd be like, well, all right, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, I get it, yeah. Like, I mean, like, he's married to Giselle still, right? Yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah, anything is possible, right? <laughs> he he is, like, the ultimate, He is, don't you think he's just, like, the ultimate, like, success story? Like, yes. the picture of his combine where he's just a skinny fucker, he's like Captain America, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. flash like, forward, like, yeah. you know, 25 years later and he's married to a supermodel like who makes way more money than him he's living in like yeah. a 106 million dollar mansion with five super bowl rings it's just like 
you think like Pat future self went to him and be like, hey, nerdy, scurrani Tom Brady, who's kind of like not very attractive. Just wait, because when you're 42, 43 years old, you're going to be married to the most successful, hottest model of all time. <laughs> you're going to be the most successful and greatest quarterback of all time. And you're going to still be playing at an elite level. That quarterback, that, that Tom Brady would be like, oh, all right, sweet. <laughs> like, it's just, man, it's insane. And you just like, you just question where you went wrong in your own life. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Oh, it, I, I had to do this because I had to look up like what Tom Brady's stats were at Michigan, right? He was there all four years, by the way. So he was he was a four year uh, and a uh, college player. Nineteen ninety six, he played two games, <laughs> three completions on five attempts. Nineteen ninety seven, he had four games. He had twelve completions for fifteen attempts. Getting better. Nineteen ninety eight, he had twelve games where he was two hundred completions, three hundred twenty three. So he was a starter for two years, nineteen ninety eight. In 1999. <laughs> Granted, his quarterback rate was in the 130s. That's so long ago. Sorry, just mentioning 1998, 1999 that he was in college. I was in grade school. Uh, I was in high school. Well, it's because you're old as dirt. Yeah, I mean, I but I was uh, when he started. Well, when he started playing. Uh, when he started in college in 1996, I was uh, in eighth grade. That's insane. 1996, I would have been, I think I was in fifth or fifth grade. Yeah, I was in eighth grade because I graduated in 2000. So he was like a... God, I can't believe you graduated. You graduated before the fucking towers fell. I was in eighth grade when the towers fell. Oh, dude, when I when the towers fell, I was in I was in college, right? It was my um, yeah, it must have been my sophomore year of college, and I was in the dorm still. And like, I just have this thing where like I got out of bed and I had to go to class, and it had already happened, and I was walking down the corridor to class and everybody had their doors open because you always have your doors open in a dorm right like and every everybody had it on their tvs so i heard it this like stereo echo of the news of like the coverage of it and i was just like jesus christ this is fucked i was in government or history class when it was going down man i remember the tv turning on and the tower smoking and my teacher being all emotional and people around me being emotional i'm like why the fuck are people so broken up? But that's just, that's just like me. Like, I, I was wondering why people were so sad. And it was my dad's birthday. Like, my dad's birthday is 9-11. And I remember being like, I remember hearing later from my mom that it was, that my dad cried on his birthday and that it was his worst, worst birthday he's ever had. And Wait, like, it, I get it. it was his birthday? Yeah, his birthday is 9-11. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Jesus. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I, yeah, it was crazy. Like, I don't remember, I remember being in history class and hearing about it. I remember knowing it was my dad's birthday, and then I remember going to the gas station that day because everybody thought the gas prices yeah, were Yeah, 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 yeah. 
skyrocket. I tried to get gas that day too, and like there were just like lines down the block. CJ said he was in uh, Korea in the Air Force when they fell. That was crazy. You must have been on like high alert, dude. Yeah. That must have Holy been, like, shit. Nuts. Uh, this is the last of my bottle of wine, and I am pretty drunk right now, Jesse. We're we're an hour and thirty five minutes into this bitch. We gotta Holy get going. Holy shit! We got heavy <laughs> and started talking about nine eleven, man. Yeah, how that where did that go? <laughs> From Tom Brady to nine eleven. <laughs> we're the podcast that has everything, man. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Oh, I got to do my first team lead meeting today with the with the pride and dead flag in the background. I'm really just like showing the world who I am one meeting at a time. To be fair, he is a pride supporter, not a not a not a pride um Well, I mean, yeah, okay, that's fine. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> uh, for for those of you listening, Nick shrugged. It's like, don't knock it till you try it. You know, who knows? <laughs> hey, man, I'm just Nick. I just, uh, I go where the wind takes me. I've never had a lot of things. I don't know if they're not my favorite things yet. I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. Oh, so this is like obviously I think it's the Packers 100%, but Aaron Donald uh, has been was injured in this last game, but is going to be playing back. Something about the Rams, man. I think they're scrappy, and I think their defense plays hard. But I'm going to pick the Packers in this one. I think the Rams are two-faced, not in a bad connotation, but like they can be really good. They can also suck balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aaron Donald says he's going to play, but I don't think he's 100%. I think he just wants to play because it's the playoffs. If it were a regular season game, I don't think he'd be playing it. Um, mm-hmm. And one, and I still don't know, like, Jared Goff wasn't really going to play that last game until, he got, he got until the, the backup yeah. quarterbacks got his fucking head knocked off almost. So... So, so he, who are you going with? I'm going with Green Bay. What I think is interesting, and I don't know, this is like I've actually I've actually thought about this decision all week. Not like I'm not stressing about it. I've just thought about it from time to time. This matchup, you've got Matt Lafleur also versus. Um, oh my God, Sean McVay. Sean McVay, thank you, Sean McVay was his head coach like Matt yeah. was a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator before yeah, like, he left what two years Sean McVay. so you've got that like so who has the edge sean mcveigh or matt well, LaFleur? i would know, think matt LaFleur because he knows how sean mcveigh coaches yeah but if you're sean mcveigh you know exactly how matt lafleur coaches because it's your job to know how he coaches you know what i mean yeah yeah, and 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 they probably have a lot of similarities. To be honest, you gotta you pick up you pick up little things from every stop you've been at. Probably, you know. This is like so like but but like taking that account, I keep thinking that the defense is gonna win this game. And when I think defense for this game, I think the Rams. So like I'm I'm this I'm excited for this game, man, because I think it's gonna be good. Because you've got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, who's one of the best wide receivers in the league, against. Um, 
Jalen uh, Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, who's the best cornerback in this league. I'm I'm very excited about it. I I think the Packers are going to win, but if the Rams win, I will not be a hundred percent surprised. I will not be too shocked. I won't be surprised. I will be a little bit happy. <laughs> oh, I'll be, I'll be happy. Uh, Baltimore versus Buffalo. Oh, I I think Baltimore is going to win. Uh, there was a big thing like. I was watching the Baltimore game, and they were like, "Ooh, can can Lamar Jackson get over his? Uh, he can finally win his uh, playoff game, and all the hype, and uh, like he's never won a playoff game, and this and that." I was like, but then I learned it was his first playoff game. Yeah, and I was like, "Give him a fucking break." Who? Sorry, who? Lamar Jackson. It's his second playoff game. Well, it's his first win. Oh, they must have meant win then, because I was like, they said f- that tweet was stupid then, because it said it was his first uh, playoff game. But in his first playoff win, he had more rushing yards than Derrick Henry, and he had more passing yards than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. Um, he'll be just fine. But I think Buffalo's a better football team. I think Buffalo's a better football team than than um, uh, the Ravens? Titans. Okay. I think Buffalo's a better football team than Baltimore. I think Buffalo's going to win. I think I think the Ravens have the better defense and I think the Bills have the better passing offense. But I just think the Ravens are going to be I don't know. I picked the Ravens last week. I'm I think the Ravens I'm with like I don't know. I think the Ravens are going to beat the Bills. I think we're going to be all kind of surprised and I I'm kind of getting the feeling that the Ravens it's either going to be the Chiefs or the Ravens in the Super Bowl, and it would not surprise me if it were the Ravens. Uh, I I don't um, I don't disagree with any of that. Uh, if if Baltimore if Baltimore wins, I won't be surprised. Yeah, I, I I think that the game like the only game that I would be surprised if someone wins would be the Cleveland Kansas City game, which is next. If Cleveland wins, I will be surprised. If Tampa oh, yeah. Bay wins, I'm, I won't be surprised. If New Orleans wins, I won't be surprised. If yep. Cleveland wins, that will surprise me. That's the only yes. game in this whole thing that will surprise me. I think maybe the Rams would surprise me a little bit. Um, no, I think I think Cleveland winning is the biggest surprise because I yes, that would definitely be the biggest surprise. Like right now, I still I I see the the Chiefs as the Super Bowl champions right now. Yes, uh, and if the Browns were to beat them, then I I think I'd have to see the Browns as the champions. I do not think the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be an AFC team, and I like yeah, I'm with you. Like if the Browns win, it's I'm it'll be a huge fucking surprise. Yeah, uh, so I think that means that both of our picks are Kansas City. Uh, so yeah. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. What do you think? This is going to be a damn. This is going to be a good game. I think it will be as well. Because we'll have the two greatest quarterbacks of all time playing against each other. Possibly for the last time. Yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Bucks. I'm picking the Bucks in this one. Um Yeah, I also picked the Bucks. Um I think they just have a better overall team. I don't know. I just maybe it's just because I don't like New Orleans. And I feel I, like Seth or Seth, god damn. Sean Payton gets a little bit too fucking cute sometimes with his play calling. Yeah, I think 
uh, I'm kind of getting the, I'm feeling that we're going to get a Brown Steelers feel out of this game. Like, I kind of think Drew Brees isn't as good as Tom Brady at this point in their career. Uh, the the Bucks have a pretty good run game, but I guess so do the Saints. The Bucks have a better receiving core. The Saints have a better defense, but that defense has been shredded by Jalen by Jalen Hurts before. Uh, but but the Bucks defense has been shredded. The Bucks just play with more emotion, um, and I think the Saints do. And I think I, the Bucks are gonna, are going to beat the Saints here. I I almost feel like this is like going to be a. Uh... I I have a I almost like I feel like Tampa Bay plays better in the second half of games like because Tom Brady goes into Tom Brady mode, and just starts fucking killing it. So I feel like New Orleans is going to take an early lead probably, but then Tampa Bay is going to come back and win the game. Yeah, actually. I yeah, I I would like to I I do fucking appreciate how good Tom Brady is. Like, forty two years old, going on forty three, and he's still top five best quarterback in the league right now mm-hmm. that's insane that's hard, that is insane it's it's to me people bring up aaron Rodgers like um in the goat category but i can't not i just can't do it not 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 in a world where tom brady exists no i don't think we'll ever see a quarterback as good as tom brady i mean mahomes maybe is gonna be that but brady like i mean it's just insane he's problem, he like for football he's so old and he's he's yeah. putting up that's enough. that's see that's that's the thing that's the argument like um i you have seen quarterbacks and you do see quarterbacks as good as tom brady every year yeah but but he's been around at that <laughs> level for so long yes and he's yeah. won so many Super Bowls. He's been playing so long that we were in middle school when he when he like came out of college. Or sorry, yeah. we were in like early high school, middle school, or junior high when he came out of college. And he's, he's still playing. He's really one of those guys who makes you feel like a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> this motherfucker is, uh, he's like the older brother that you absolutely hate. Because he's, like, better than you in every possible way. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> imagine if my name was Jesse Brady, right? Like, and I'd just be like... <sighs> <laughs> like, nothing I, like... I, nothing I could say or do would be anything compared to anything that happens with him on like, a daily basis. I want NFL films to... Uh, um, I want... Vol- I, what? Jake Rio, Volleyball Girl... What? What? Whatever. Anyway, I want NFL <laughs> films to do like a a mockumentary on on Tom Brady, and I already forgot what I was talking about. So, Jake uh, about Rowe, Tom Brady's Tom brother? Brady. Yes, I want them to do a Tom Brady, but but like it's Tom Brady with a with glasses and a fake mustache. Yeah, it's like what uh, um, Zach Galifianakis always does uh, with his they they do interviews with his brother Seth Galifianakis, and it's just. <laughs> It's just Zach Galifianakis, but he shaves his his whole beard and except for his mustache and talks in like a like kind of a weird accent. Like it's it's good stuff. That's fantastic. All right, dog, we did it. We've we've done it. We did. 
Is that all the picks? Yep. Only what? four games. All right. Well. <clears throat> excellent uh, coverage. If you want to listen to us, uh, our podcast, listen. you can find us anywhere where podcasts are available. Yeah. If you want to watch us live, every time we do this, you can watch us live on twitch.tv and watch old episodes of this on the YouTubes. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at ProFBJuice. Hashtag JuiceNation. And pretty much the same for Facebook as well. Indeed. You could email any questions you have for us at ProFootballJuice at gmail.com. Is that the first thing you said? No. Great. Um, well, thanks to Arca- uh, <laughs> Smoky Room Films. <laughs> thanks to Arcadian Brewing. Thanks to Manemily. Thanks to Bran. Uh, thanks to you, my friend. And thanks to... Brown Fungus, Jake Rio, Michael for chiming in tonight and having a good discussion. It was fantastic. Thanks to Tech Deck and Porn for bringing me ever-ending joy. And boners. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I'll let you work out which does what.